there, and welcome to the Friday Five. It's our weekly list of five things that happened this week that you should know about. You're listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel, and not only are we gearing up for the weekend, several counties here in Pennsylvania and other states are moving from the red phase stay-at-home orders to the yellow phase. And that is where we begin our list this week. Number one, as states move into their yellow phases, that includes some changes in what businesses are allowed to be open, as well as what guidelines and procedures must be followed. The Pennsylvania Insurance Department sent out a notice earlier this week, a guidance for its licensees as some PA counties move from the red phase to the yellow phase. The important thing to remember about the yellow phase is that where possible, telework and remote operations must continue where feasible. Here at Ritter, we are not back in our offices yet. We are continuing to work remotely, and that is still the suggestion moving forward. For counties in the yellow phase, when remote or telephonic meetings are not possible, though, in-person operations may resume but there are restrictions in place to protect both agents and consumers. In the notice, the Pennsylvania Insurance Department linked to three separate documents that contain guidelines for in-person operations. The guidance, the building safety order, and the business safety order. We will be linking to all three of those documents in our episode notes for your reference, And then we will also have the link to the active department notices from Pennsylvania's insurance department if you would like to take a full look at notice 202014 on insurance.pa.gov. Now, what if you're not practicing in Pennsylvania? Fair enough. Your state likely has a similar guidance and orders, and we have done our best to compile that information into one document on our blog. It is called How You Can Sell Insurance in Your State During COVID-19, and we will be linking to that in our episode notes as well. You also should be able to find this information on your state's Department of Health website or by performing a quick internet search. Number two, preparation for annual enrollment 2021 is beginning. We reported on the AHIP certification announcement in last week's Friday Five, so if you didn't catch that episode, make sure you go back and listen to get up to speed on when the test will be available, the cost, where you can take it, all of that information. Last month, Kaiser Family Foundation came out with their Medicare Advantage fact sheet, and that is data that's always worth taking a look at as you're starting those portfolio preparations for AEP. The report contains a dozen facts. First and foremost, total Medicare Advantage enrollment, which for 2020, we are at 24.1 million MA enrollees, and that is 36% of the 68 million people enrolled in Medicare overall. Also in that fact sheet, you can check out MA penetration by state, and then on a more granular level, by county in each state. They break down the top carriers and a few other facts, like the cost for a five-day hospital stay, as well as premium information. We will have that resource in our show notes, and also worth listening if you're interested in that type of data, 
Our president here at Ritter Insurance Marketing, Craig Ritter, broke down a lot of enrollment information in episode three of his State of the Senior Market presentation this year. So we will be linking to that episode in our show notes as well. Number three. As I was researching this week's episode, I stumbled across an article about what it's like going to the dentist right now. And of course, that got me thinking that my daughter and I have definitely missed our six-month cleaning. Well, that has happened for a lot of people, and not just with cleanings, but non-emergent dental care. And obviously, since COVID-19 is largely spread through respiratory droplets, There's a lot of risk involved and a lot to think about when it comes to how to treat dental patients. The article talks about four-handed dentistry and walks through some of the ways a dental visit could be different as we head into the next phases of reopening. It was an informative read, and it might be something worth posting on social to share with your clients. Number four. At-home COVID-19 testing is now available, first through Vault Health and now Hims and Hers. Both companies are using test kits created at Rutgers University Lab, RUCDR Infinite Biologics, alongside Accurate Diagnostic Labs and Spectrum Solutions. Tests can be ordered online and administered at home, but we're still not at a point of everyone who wants to get tested can get tested. There is a screening involved to determine whether or not a test should be given. Right now, these saliva tests are only for patients exhibiting certain symptoms, and tests are not cheap, $150 a pop through both companies. That price point includes lab costs like creation and processing, consultation, testing, and shipping. According to research presented to the FDA from Rutgers, saliva samples gave just as accurate a test as the deep nasal swabs currently being used by healthcare professionals. We will have a link to read more about those tests and the respective companies in the notes for this episode. Number five, in podcasting news, and this was a big announcement from Spotify this week, Joe Rogan's podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience, signed a huge licensing deal to go exclusive with Spotify. And that does mean video, which likely explains why Spotify has started testing video podcasts. The show will be available exclusively on Spotify beginning September 1st of this year, and not everyone is happy about that fact. Until the deal was signed, the Joe Rogan experience had never previously appeared on the streaming site. In fact, it was one of the largest holdouts from Spotify's growing podcast catalog. And historically, podcasting remains as one of the last frontiers, so to speak, of free speech. The Joe Rogan experience is widely considered to be one of the most popular podcasts out there right now. So taking that show and making it available only on Spotify has more than a few people a little bit upset right now. It certainly seems like a grab for podcast listeners on Spotify's part, but the video dynamic of the equation will also have repercussions for YouTube. But, this is huge, it is wise to take this news with a bit of a grain of salt. Yes, full episodes will not be appearing anywhere other than Spotify beginning September 1st. 
But when you look at the Joe Rogan experience, look at the length of each episode being over an hour to upwards of three hours. There is plenty of opportunity to pull content from those episodes and repurpose it into other formats and other platforms should the details of the contract allow for that. So that's something, right? And now for this week's rabbit hole. Yes, we have got one of those this week. So I'm still waiting for my Facebook page to get the update for the new layout so I can enjoy dark mode. I have been obsessively clicking and refreshing my Facebook And I still have not gotten the new layout. But in that space of time, Facebook has announced and released avatars on their platform, which are basically Bitmoji or Memoji that are specific to the Facebook platform. So I now have three avatars, three and counting, a Bitmoji, a Memoji, and now this new Facebook avatar. If you have seen them on Facebook and you're wondering how your friends and family are creating theirs and want to create your own, We will be linking to an article that will walk you through the process because it's not as simple to find and set up as you would think. So from Facebook avatars and the coming soon but not soon enough dark mode and new layout, Hulu announced that they are simplifying their layout, starting on Roku and Apple TV, followed by other platforms. And since we're talking about streaming... I'm curious if anyone has watched The Great on Hulu and if it's actually as good as it looks in the previews, or if the previews are pretty much all that's good. I feel like I need more answers before I invest time because I'm getting used to scooter walks with my daughter outside as a new pastime. And then lastly, last but not least, Netflix announced that Umbrella Academy is returning for season two on July 31st. And I may or may not have that date set in my calendar because I absolutely loved the first season of that show. So we will be linking to the season two announcement in our show notes, as well as the Hulu article and that Facebook avatar walkthrough. So with all of that being said, I hope you enjoy the weekend. It is a three-day weekend capped off with Memorial Day this coming Monday. We will be honoring those who fought for our country and made the ultimate sacrifice on our social media accounts. So check out those stories, and we invite you to join us in telling the stories you know, because it's important to remember. And on that note, stay healthy, stay safe, and as always, we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rappel, script editing by Nicole Parasich, artwork by Nick Smith.